There we go, folks, and welcome back to the Translator Podcast. Welcome back to the show. Uh, appreciate it. It's been a while since I made a, a, another um, show. We had changed the name from Single White Male to the Translator. Um, so moving forward, all the marketing, all the material, everywhere it can be found is going to be the Translator. We have a new logo, uh, It and also, so you can find it on all 10 platforms, um, Google uh, Podcast, you can find it on Apple, Spotify, uh, and a bunch of others. CastBox, I think. I spoke with somebody who was familiar with that. And we're going to be plugging different things throughout the show today because we're doing something a little bit different. Um, I'm going to, and um, we're doing something a little bit different. We're going to have some uh, live listeners um, on the show. Uh, and anybody who wants to talk, we can, we're, we're possibly going to be doing that, but we're going to keep it uh, to a specific subject and we're going to probably record one half and then the other half as we do it in 30 minute segments here. So I'm going to hit 30 and then uh, stop it. I may have to um, do another 30 uh, again. Um, but really what I want to get to is going to be, um, let's keep it very real for everybody that may be in the same boat um, as far as paying rent or owning a house goes. I wanted to talk about that today. I think it's extremely important. Um, let's see something real quick. Okay. And um, I mean, right here, I want to do some research while I'm talking uh, because I think it will be very helpful to have this in real time. Um, so we're going to do that. So it's going to be a little give and take today, but the most important topic that seems to be coming about, at least for today, is going to be um, buying or renting a home or apartment. I think about this a lot of the time, and I think it's time to realize, let me just type this in here. Um, for This is going to be a segment for people who own a home already that are homeowners and people who don't own a home. This is something that we need to talk about. There's pros and cons, and um, I think that it's time to kind of clarify some things up with the renting situation. So we're going to go to uh, we're going to go to Zillow as one example. I know they had some problems before, um, but let's start there um, just to see some of these prices and such. And I'm just going to put uh, the Atlanta market for now. And you guys can follow me along. Let's just do Atlanta. Uh, you know what? Let me do around where I live now. Because I'm renting right now. And I'm going to put, uh, well, I'll start with for sale. Okay. And this is my first point. So I have debt right now. And it's debt I'm going to be clearing up. And then there's, of course, student loan debt that I've been paying off for 20 years and it's still not even budged. We'll talk about that another day. Today, we're going to focus on owning a home. Here's the deal. I live in the suburbs of above a huge city, a very popular huge city, one of the, the big five, okay? So obviously, it's not going to be cheap, but it's risen so much in the area that I grew up and lived my whole entire life that now... I can't afford to live here. And I'm not going to go back in time and say, well, I should have been saving and I should have been doing this, then that, and the other, because that time is now passed and I'm going to deal with it. This is how I'm dealing with things now. I'm going to deal with it in the now. 
and I'm going to talk a little bit about the future. So I'm looking in my direct area, which is just like 15 minutes in either direction of my area. And I'm going to, I looked up the for sale stuff, you know, because this is in the area, right? And I don't have to live here, but this is, again, this is my hometown. My hometown, there's nothing wrong with wanting to live in your own hometown where you grew up and you love and you're a part of your whole life. And now you can't afford a home to live there. And that does have meaning. So we're going to go $0 minimum. We're going to go max. Uh, we can deal less than that. We're going to go max 300000 So with the $300,000 home, what you've got to remember is you're putting down 20%. Okay? So you're putting down $60,000. So that's the first thing that we're going to talk about. Um, if you're not putting, let's say you're doing a hundred thousand dollar home, that means you're putting down $20,000. Now I make on, I make a little above average income. In fact, I can even look up my income. We can talk about where it's at there, but the point is I'm still paying debts and I make a little above average income and I have only been on the straight and narrow for a little while. Um, I think there's probably plenty of people out there that can understand that. Uh, we could even go if we did the hundred thousand dollar home, which I don't even think they have any here. Let's see. So we're gonna even try what it looks like. Uh, price range zero to. They don't even do price range. Let's just do hundred thousand dollar home to two hundred thousand dollar home. Here we go. And okay, that's pretty cool. They have they have them townhouses for two hundred thousand three bedroom. So let's take an example here. We're going to kind of hit it from all angles, but this is um, a good example maybe. And there's condos. I mean, here's a good example. $200,000, two-bedroom, three-bath, 1300 or 1,400-square-foot townhouse for sale. Now, this is um, in where in the suburbs where I live, near it. I mean, not exactly the same part of town of the little tiny mini, you know, town I live in, uh, but close enough to where I know it very, I still know it very well. Now I'm looking at the pictures. The pictures are great. It basically just looks like an apartment, like a very boring apartment, but it looks nice. Um, definitely looks nice. Like you, you could easily live there and be happy. Very. Uh, I know this part of town. Yeah. They really cleaned it up and they took pictures on a good day and they must have photoshopped some of it too because I've been here before and it's not this nice. In fact, it's one of the sketchier parts of town. So even with that being said, $200,000, okay, for a condo, no yard. Um, Let's see. But there are three bedrooms. I mean, two bedrooms, three bath, right? <clears throat> And if you guys know anything about square footage, it's it's almost 1,400 square foot. It's got a pretty big, um, like when you first walk in, it doesn't have many windows. I mean, it just looks like a big room. There's, you know, a few windows. But like, the good news here is because it's low price. Okay, we're going to talk about that. So as we're getting into this um, unit here, what it's saying here is that you still got to put down down payments. You're still talking about 20%. So you're still talking about $40,000. Okay. This is some of the points we're getting to. First of all, I don't have $40,000 saved up. I already owe 
a certain amount of money that I'm trying to pay back. Ain't nobody going to let me borrow $40,000. So this is just out of the question to buy something. Um, nobody's going to give me money. No one's going to team up with me and live there. No one's going to be my roommate. I don't want a roommate. So the thing is, this is already out of the question. This is only a $200,000 condo, okay? So let's be realistic here. And again, once you do that, then your estimated payment is still $1,289 a month for your uh, mortgage. Now, how long do you pay that mortgage for? Well, until you pay off the fucking $200,000. So you're putting down, uh, first you got to put down, again, which I don't have, um, was it 20, yeah, $40,000, which I do not have. Then, and I'd be, if I've paid off all my loans and still somehow managed to save $40,000, let's say 50, because I got to spend 40, you know, and then uh, I have maybe a little bit left over so that I can live. Then after I do all that, then I'm still paying the $12.89 a month. Um, plus, of course, I'm getting a phone call right now. And hold on. Let's see what this is. Hello, you're on the air. Hold on. Oh, my God. I'm so glad that someone called me during the middle of our podcast so they could tell me that my extended warranty on my car. I mean, go fuck yourself. Ah, oh, Jesus. Okay, so that we, we've gotten somewhere here. So Zillow... Where are we at with this? Okay, good. So this is according to Zillow. Okay, I think we can get down to 100000 which would be $20,000 down payment, which I think somebody might loan me that much amount of money, uh, which then I would put down and I'd only owe 80 which means you could pay that off you know, in way less time than you could a $400,000 home. All right. Um, so here's my point here, folks. And built in 1970. <laughs> oh, there we go. Plus a 1,319 thir, monthly HOA fee. Let's not forget about that. Hmm? Oh, my God. So you're paying the 1289 which is basically 1300 uh, because you have the 19 on the other one. So 1300 you have you're paying $1,600 a month. Okay. Now, let's just keep – this is a good example. Let's hold this. After all that, you're paying $1,600 a month. After all that money you spent um, thinking you're going to get equity out of this sale uh, in the future. Now let's go to, um, let's just go according to Zillow again. Let's go to their rental in the in our area. Okay. Uh, let's go to rental for rent. Okay. Okay, so let's change the price. Yeah, let's go ahead and go up to what do we say, thirteen hundred? No, because we did no sixteen hundred because that's how what it came out to. That's how much we'd be paying with the HOAs and all that. So here's sixteen hundred, and as low as we'll just put in there as low as five hundred. There's because we know there's not going to be any place to rent for five hundred, right? Um. Okay, so. In comparison, we're in the same city, the same location. We have the same territory put for both the sale and the rental. Um, right here already, Seven Pines. Yeah, I've been, I shouldn't say the names of them, but I've been to a couple of these places. One 
that's located right next to the other. One is a complete living basically in the golden ghetto. The other one is actually a decent part of town and way better. The way better one is less money. If you if you don't live here, you don't know these things. It's really hard to tell because they change management all the time. They try to sell to you. They want people to come there that never that are coming from out of town, so they don't know. And they try to put up as much money as possible. But either way, I found a place here. It is thirteen hundred to fourteen ninety two. Uh, that's their cheapest one. Now that's only uh, that's only seven ninety. It's eight hundred square foot. Okay, so it's it's like half. It's a little more than half the square foot of the other one uh but it's 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 three stories now it has you know um washer dryer garbage disposal you know fireplace swimming pool it's got all the things that you wouldn't have an apartment complex now i've actually seen this one in person before twice and it's it's actually a pretty nice one meaning the people seem cool it's not ghetto. That's a very important thing. I Meaning, because that means things are going to get broken all the time. People don't care that work there. Uh, people have attitudes. I don't work. In, I don't. I don't ever go to live at places like that. And I've lived in a lot of apartments. Um, okay, you got the pet fees, and then you get the. Let's see what they pay for. Make pay for the. You get the car center, which is always broken, as we know that. I should go look at this place again. But this place has a good has a good kind of situation here. I want to look at the floor plans. But for instance, this is thirteen hundred, right? Thirteen hundred to whatever. Uh one bedroom, one bath. That's all I need. Um look at that. They got a, units available. Huh. Okay. Let's see if we can find something. Let's see the cheapest thing we can find. I'm gonna save this. I really like, um, put my email in. See if it even, of course, password. Oh, I don't fucking. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember all my password and shit. Oh, well. I'll just go to another page. I don't need to save this exact thing. Um, and what we're going to do here. Okay. Well, we could take that example. So for that example, what you're doing is you're not spending $40,000 on your down payment and then paying a place off for the rest of your life. Now, the first example, um, the $200,000 unit would uh, increase in value. So let's say it was worth $200,000 now. Uh, and then in, let's say, let's say in five years, it's worth another hundred thousand dollars. Okay. So you're paying for five years. It's now worth $300,000. Uh, you still have 10 more years to pay it off. Um, you know, I'm doing bad math right now, but, uh, you have 10 more years to pay it off. Um, or you could, if something magical happens, you can pay it off. So, you know, we're not going to talk about magical stuff because you're still paying 320 a month in HOA fees. Um, so you got 10 more years to pay it off. And what was the first thing I said? I don't think it'd be that long, but you have five years. So it's gone up in five years, a hundred thousand dollars network three. So you're thinking, Hey, there's two things here. One, I, if once I pay it off in 10 years, then, um, well, let's make it this way. Once I, it's raised a hundred thousand dollars, I'll pay it off. And what's up? 
once I pay it off in um, five more years, let's say five more years. So I'm going to be in this living this house for 10 years. I'll pay it off in 10 years. In five years, it increases $100,000 in value. And then um, at this point, you're probably like, okay, so now when I sell it, so I'm gonna then then you're thinking, okay, well now I'm gonna sell the place that I that I did all this stuff to, right? Because that's what most people do. They sell it, and guess what they do? They move right back into a money a money trip, right? So they go, okay, well now I paid this off, so you pay it off, and then there's a hundred thousand dollars. So they sell, they sell it, and they make they can sell for three hundred thousand dollars now, right? Well, don't forget how much money you spent on the HO fees, HOA fees the whole time. So you sell it, you make three hundred thousand i guess right um now you have that you got to put a down payment on another home typically you go from this to like a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar home so now you have to make an even bigger down payment now your down payment's seventy thousand dollars instead of 40 and um there goes that party most of your extra hundred thousand the other some more goes to the fees that you put for when you have to sell a house or when you have to buy a house whatever and um, now you're buying into a bigger house, meaning you have to have a bigger mortgage. And now you're moving again from a place that you thought, I guess you loved, to another place you guess you think you love. So, um, and now you're back again, paying even a higher mortgage at this point uh, because you paid more for the house. Chances are you didn't put a bigger percentage of down payment down because you don't have that bigger percentage of down payment. If you're moving into a bigger home, you want to make sure you have money. So you're right back where you started, okay? Except now you're in a bigger home. And now you're thinking, well, this is going to increase at the same rate. Therefore, I'm going to get even more money in um, in equity. Okay. But the point here is um, most people don't have down payment money for a house. And if they have any debt, which most people do because they couldn't afford because most people have average uh, income from – life most people have student debt most people have other debt from going to college and it starts people off on this whole thing so most people aren't if they're what i'm trying to say for, i guess for me let me say is that i can't keep thinking in the way of hey one day i'm going to be able to afford to buy a house it's just i think i mean i'm really comparing it you know i'll reevaluate this next year but I have to come to the grips that it just it will never happen. Now, if I get married one day and I I meet somebody who says, listen, I got money, some money put away. Look, let's buy this house together and move in. I'll put $100,000 down or $50,000 down. You put whatever you can. You put 20 if you can. We put 70 down, you know, in a, in a house that's only 150 or some shit. And then we'll just start paying the mortgage off together. But once we go in there, it's it's both ours. It's part of marital assets or whatever. And if something ever happens to us, we'll split it down the middle and let bygones be bygones, right? Chances of that happening are very slim. Uh, usually the man loses everything in the divorce. But they do have a th category for marital assets and what can be claimed and what can't be claimed usually going in. And I don't know much about that because I'm not a lawyer, but I watch a lot of Ray Donovan. Okay. So uh, let's go back to rental now. Okay. So again, this is people think you're going to spend a lot less in mortgage, but that's really not the case. You can get your mortgage down, but this is still, this is 1200. This is 13, this is 1600 a month for a condo. 
1600 a month for a condo. A small condo is worth $200,000. Not a tiny one, but a, but not a big one. There's no yard. And that's fine. Now we're going to go where we were on rentals. This is the fun part. Um, we did find a rental for less, for $300 less per month. You're putting no money down. You can move in and out whenever you want. You have zero responsibility as far as anything that you didn't do to make anything in your apartment break. You don't have to paint unless you want to. Some, some places let you paint, some places won't. Typically, if you find a place, you can be in there within two weeks to a month. Um, it's a pain to move big furniture if you have it. If you don't have any furniture and you want to move in and you just start buying some cheap Ikea shit you can get delivered and put together or whatever. The main thing what you're going to be want to looking at here is really, um, it's really going to be location. Uh, for me, it is at least. Um, now, if you, I work from home, I have an opportunity to be remote. Um, again, I make a decent living. It's not a lot of money. It's not a little bit of money. It's, it's, it's about a little above average. So I, again, I don't have a family. I have, I have no one. So I have an opportunity to say, I want to spend, you know, the most, if I was being smart, I want to spend like 1250 bucks a month on rent. Okay. Now here's the thing. I'm seeing, here's the thing. Here's, I didn't even say it. We pulled up our results. We did, 500 to 1600 a month, right? We did 1600 a month for rentals. We found six in this, in the city I was born six. Now I can tell you, I've been, I know one, two, three, four, I actually grew up there when I was a teenager in that apartment. Five. I know, I know five of these places. And I think this six one is an ad. One, two, three, four, five, six. The seventh one's an ad. I know all these places. I know exactly where they are. I've been there before. I've been inside them before. I've lived in one for three years. And I've looked at a couple others. So all these places right here, out of all these, I would say I would only even consider this one right here. Um, I'd be open to living in this $1,300, 1340 I'd be open to it. Now it's, I'd be open to it because that, first of all, that's the cheapest one. Other than that, you're going up into the 1600s. I mean, at that point, you might as well live in Midtown in a, a part of town. That's uh, a lot of fun. The problem with these places all here, almost all I'm describing to is it's not like you're in town having a good time. These are just some of them. They're, they're nice inside. The apartments may be, you know, newly renovated or they have, you know, good management and that's important. But what we should do is kind of break down the most important things when getting an apartment. Uh, because they, here's what they do. They show you the um, the, the, the the clubhouse. They take the pictures of the clubhouse and all the utilities and stuff. They don't show you the apartments on the inside. Here, Here's some of them. And I've actually been here many times and I, I, I really do like the kind of setup they have. They have a very neat, um, modern apartments. And I do like that. It's just that I've been spoiled. I really have. I've been very spoiled. I lived at some of the best apartments in the state um, that were at a good price. And 
to be honest with you, I probably should just be looking there again. But I've got the bug in me now where I, I feel like I want to get out and move and find a new place. Uh, I can't believe there's only this many here and where I live. So what I want to do is go to the area that I want to live. Let's try that little fun thing. And we have it on 1600. Um, we're going to go to a uh, safe part of town. That's in the fun part. Okay, safe fun part of town. Yeah, let's see. Ooh, yeah, they still got them, huh? Wow. Okay, so I found a pretty cool one. Another pretty cool one. And this is 1,600, one bath, one bathroom, 720 square foot. What I look for is big windows. I look for a really cool modern look. Um, like I, I said before, they're the best apartments I've ever found before. Um, you just can't compare to them. But we paid, it was two people, and we paid, I mean, I think we were at like seventeen fifty a month. Seventeen fifty a month. So when you pay more money, your options open up a great deal. Um, but most importantly, I, I really, I'm a, I'm a big location guy. Now, if I was married and had kids, totally different ballgame. I'd still be a location guy. I'd want to make sure we're in the right spot for the family. But, but when you're, when you're single, I have to see, you can't even find anything in here for 1600 in Atlanta. And a dang thing you can do about that. Here we go. Okay, now they're starting to come up. Yeah. The key to living around here is making sure that you're really how cool your um, property management is. Um, and what kind of people you're living around. I lived in a gay, very gay part of town where it was like upscale students. It was like students who were going to Georgia Tech and going to SCAD and older gay men who were just living in the area because it's, it's, it was an area that was very acceptable. So there were so many friendly people there. There was really no... Um, threats. They made sure and kept everything like really clean. The, they were, the, I mean, they were like very mature people there. So it was like not ghetto at all. Like the, the most modern floor plans, like a very good situation. Nothing like, Hey, we're coming and going. They've been there for a long time. Uh, there's no drama. I don't allow that. Um, and so, yeah, I see one that's here. It's 1400. But it's 650 square foot. Um, I like windows. I think the kitchen's really cool. I don't like the floor. It's so weird. But it's in a weird spot. But it is right off the park. Right off the park, which I really like. If you can, if, Here's what I should say. If you can get a place that is right near the... This is a, a big Piedmont Park. If you can get a place right near Piedmont Park, uh, you're good to go. Because then you can go straight to the park. You can exercise. Um, that's a huge, huge plus. I mean, this one, literally, the front door comes down onto the park. Now, here's one that's similar. This is only for 1295 
tiny kitchen. Enough though. Think about a kitchen is you don't need a you don't you don't need a big kitchen. Not if you're living by yourself. You just need a big. You just need if you're trying to if you're if you're worried about that. That's not what you should worry about. If you have a living room and a dining room, or you have a mixed room like a studio room, all you gotta do is put um, a kitchen table down. Uh, you, you only need one person in the kitchen. Put the make the food and put that in the uh, get have a big table if you want. But this one looks like it's in a good part of town. Um, but that's affordable right there. Twelve ninety five. Yeah, I know this part of town actually. It is. I know that exact building because I parked there once before. Yeah, this is pretty much in the heart of Midtown right here. Um, it's right near some really cool spots and it's right next to the park. Actually, this is something I'm probably going to save. Wow. Okay. Very cool. So let's get back to this. We're about to end, uh, right now, but we'll come back to it and we'll do, record another 30 minutes. I want to talk about some more stuff on moving. Thank you so much for listening so far. Actually, you know what? I'm going to throw this episode up and then we'll do a part two. Um, it won't be, we won't have to wait till next week. Um, but, uh, thank you for listening to the now renamed podcast, uh, the translator. And what we do here is just kind of translate things that we need more communication on, uh, and more background on. That's the point of it being the translator. That's who I am. And that's what I do. And thank you so much for listening. Uh, please join again. Um, you can follow me at, well, I'm going to be making a whole website that has all my links on it. I'm going to be actually hiring a social media marketing manager and all this stuff uh, to really get this thing out there. So for now, just um, find me on all the platforms on at the translator. Take care. Yeah.